With the real estate market taking a downturn, should you be putting your money in or taking your money out? Thank you so much for joining us again this week. We are happy to have you joining us in studio at the Upper James office here. Uh, today we have a pretty interesting topic, I think, that everybody assumes we know the answer to. That's right. This is the most <laughs> triggering topic right now. It really is. And who knows? Should you be buying? Should you be selling? Like, who has the crystal ball? Nobody does, right? When it comes to a situation like this, even we were, uh, the RBC did an economic update. We went to it and they, uh, you know, they make predictions of what's going to happen, but really who knows how it could land. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but one of the things that we wanted to talk about, and I'm sure you've heard about in the news in case you haven't, is that there is a real estate trust that just received $50 billion to invest into real estate this year. Yeah. So Blackstone is preparing to, they've pulled a bunch of money and they're ready to go. So... Basically yeah. setting out what's going to happen in the market. They've put all their money together and they're ready to scoop up deals. Now, I think the other side of this is people are like, this could be a negative thing because what are they investing in? But they're investing in big, bigger units, not the single residential that uh, me or you would be investing in. That's exactly it. Like this $50 billion, this $50 50 billion. trust <laughs> is... Basically, what they're looking to do is scoop up properties in the downturn. They know mm -hmm. the deals are going to be out there. So what this is saying, when you see a company that large scooping it up, what should that tell you? That should maybe say, okay, mm -hmm. these people obviously know what they're doing. They're looking to scoop it up because they're interested in long-term gains. They're not looking for quick, quick money, which in real estate, you really shouldn't be. Exactly. If you're looking at an investment, we always say a 10 years, 10 years, your average mark, I think. And recessions they've happened in the past but the real estate market's always made a comeback and if these guys are getting their money together i, I think that says a lot it's absolutely it. and you pointed out another great thing saying that they are going over these multi-residential units like these companies everybody always always hear it like oh do you find a lot of these companies are buying up properties and they're making it unaffordable and all that stuff listen they're not taking 50 billion dollars and buying a duplex on east 38th street <laughs> Okay, <laughs> they're taking the money and they're buying 200 units, 300 units, 400. They're buying these multiplexes, like you said. Exactly. So, and it's going to be diversified across different things, I'm sure, not just residential. I'm sure they're going to be doing some commercial plazas, that sort of thing as well. Yes. Yeah. Uh, there was a huge, a huge percentage of it percentage of it is going to residential. And then there's obviously the um, institutional and um, industrial. But I think there was majority of the chunk was going to residential. So that mm -hmm. says a lot right there. So good news and great news. The good news is, is that these investment companies feel confident that you should be investing in real estate right now. The great news is you don't even have to compete with them. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's it. If you guys got more questions about this, if you guys actually have questions about how a real estate investment trust works. I know it's something... I don't know. I guess sometimes it's new to people. I always just assume people know what it is. But if you guys got questions about that, how an investment vehicle works like this, how we might even be able to help you with one, feel free to drop a comment below or reach out to us. And we'd be happy to get back to you. Absolutely. Now, Brandy, let's tie this into something very local. Mm -hmm. And that is uh, we just crossed the $1 billion mark in building, 
building permits in yeah, you got it. That's okay. <laughs> the one billion dollar mark with building permits in Hamilton. So last year um, was a record high in the past ten years that they set. This year, as of twenty twenty two, we actually surpassed that by a few weeks. So what does that tell you right there? Even though the market is has taken a downturn since um, the spring winter, uh, it's still rising in building permits. So. And that's it. And the fact that, I mean, it shows growth in the city, which is fantastic. And one thing that I want to point out with a lot of these building permits, uh, one of the biggest contributors was actually the McMaster University building resident, like residents, basically student residents, yeah. which is like an $80 million project. Yeah. Um, so one thing to consider too, if you own a student rental, this may not be a bad time to unload it. Also, if you own a student rental, you're not aware that they're doing that licensing now. Mm -hmm. You have to get licensed. I got my neighbor across the street has two of them and he's going through the process right now. Uh, if you're not aware of that, like this is going to affect your bottom line. This might be the time to liquidate your student rentals and they're still still selling for good value you mentioned that yeah so uh westdale around the mcmaster university is one of the largest student rental investment areas in hamilton i believe mm -hmm. um i've lived there for a long time myself i know <laughs> <laughs> uh but anyways i saw a unit uh come up the other day still asking in the 900s it might be a little far reach now they were going for that back mm -hmm. when the market was hot um, but I think we're going to start seeing these. Well, they're going to be popping up. I already saw one that made me laugh. It was a three plus five bedroom. Plus five. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's three bedrooms on the main floor and yeah. five in the basement. <clears throat> I lived in one of these when they, those older houses and the landlord literally threw up a wall between the dining room, the kitchen, the living room, and That's they're crazy. all turning into bedrooms. It's, it, there's going to be tons oh, yeah. of stipulations coming against them. Definitely for the best that it's getting licensed. It's going to bring a little more control there. And also... Uh, I think getting the license, if you do have a rental, is going to add value yeah. because then you know it's a legal exactly. student rental. Yeah. Um, and then as well, another thing that's being built with this, uh, the billion dollars, like the bulk of it is, was it 75% was residential units? Yeah, exactly. Units. Yeah. And a lot of these units are buildings. So, you know, 270 unit buildings, 300 units, that sort of thing, 100 units, these big buildings that are being built. And that's obviously part of the reason they didn't expand the urban boundary vote. So you can't build out. Yeah. So now we're going up. So what does that also mean? That means that single detached residentials, especially in the core areas, they're going to become higher value. Mm -hmm. It's just a matter of time, I think. That's it. And, you know, it's like people used to say, don't buy land or buy land. They're not making any more of it. Yeah. I feel like in Hamilton, we're going to have to start saying buy a detached house. They're not making any more of them. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. This, <laughs> it's kind of going the other way. Exactly. Townhouses and, uh, and, was that, and I mean, with the price of detached coming down the way it has, like it was 6.6% uh, in July, it went down. I mean, it's a good time to pick something up. So you're just going to buy and hold it. Yeah. I want to start looking at those carriage houses again. I know you're talking yeah. about those back in the... Yeah. <laughs> you're like, didn't you have a client that had one of those? Yeah. 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 No, it's a pretty... I mean, that's definitely an option. But hey, anyways, uh, anything else to add to that, Brandy? I think that's it. Like there's a, there's a lot going on. Like Hamilton is booming, whether people believe it or not. I'm, yeah. I'm really... Did we answer the question, should you invest or not? I guess, I guess we don't know whether it's a good time to invest, but when we start seeing these large companies. Exactly. No one can, no one can give you a clear like cut. Yeah. yeah. No one can give you a clear cut answer, but, um, I think these kind of things prove it to propel it forward. And... Yeah. And the biggest thing is just to keep remembering that real estate is a long-term investment. It always has been. We got spoiled rotten over the last, I feel like two, three years Super. where you were making you yeah. know, 
100k a year in mm-hmm. some cases even more i know people were so uh, those days are gone and we're gonna go back to a regular market hopefully yeah hopefully hopefully yeah, yeah there you go <laughs> anyways thank you so much for joining us this week it's always amazing having you tune in week in and week out if you like this video and content like this be sure to hit the subscribe button uh or like the video because then i'll push it out to more people that want to see information like this especially about hamilton i don't see too many youtube channels about hamilton specifically so i think we add great value there uh, and if you know anybody talking or looking about real estate in hamilton tell them to pop a follow on us as well Greatly appreciated. There you go. Thanks again so much for watching us, and we'll talk to you again next week. Thanks, guys.